I don't like anyone too tall because like I'm tall Mm -hmm. and then it's just like what are we gonna do play one-on-one like what's going on Welcome back to Drinks First, the podcast in which you can meet New York City's kinda eligible. I'm your host, Ariana Nathani, and stay tuned till the end of the episode if you're interested in matching with our guest. Today we have an exciting guest. He is a new friend, and I guess I just met you recently, which I always love. And I'm going to let you introduce yourself, so do you mind telling me where you're from, how old you are, and where in New York you're living now. Yeah, um, it's a little tough introducing yourself without saying your name first. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I am from the Midwest. I moved to New York in 2018, uh, February of 2018 to be specific, so it's been about four and a half years. I'm 27, and I live in Brooklyn right now. Cool. And what brought you to New York? I got a job. Um, I had someone that I was connected to. Uh, they needed an assistant, kind of like a right hand, right hand man. And he was like, "Hey, if I get you this job, will you move?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> let's do it." Um, so it was a pretty, pretty cool thing. You know, I, I really didn't even have an interview. I, I had one phone call with someone at the the, the agency. And they were like, okay, sounds like you know what you're doing. Do you want to move here? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. You know, I think looking back on it, I didn't realize how crazy it was to accept the job and then be in New York in three weeks. I was just like, cool. You know, I had a supportive family and everything. Um, but yeah, looking back on it, that's pretty crazy. Have you been in Brooklyn since you moved? Yeah, I have. Um, I actually... So I, I started at a sublease uh, where I am now, and then I didn't really understand New York for like the first six to ten months. I, I feel like no one prepares you for that part of living to New, you know, moving to New York and living here. So when my five month sublease was up, the only thing I knew, the only constant in my life was the neighborhood I lived in. So I actually got an apartment like a block away from my sublease, and I've been there for for four years. Oh, wow. So you haven't left the, the <laughs> spot you've been in for four years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have an insane deal on it. Um, we got just some crazy deal because they were, they just needed someone to, 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 to fill the, fill the spot. Um, right before we moved in, it was completely renovated. So we got like granite countertops, like we got tile, like it's nuts and we hardly pay anything compared to other stuff. So it would just be dumb to move, to be honest. It's hard to leave a sweet deal in real it really, estate in New York. It, it really is. Like, yeah, because I know that if we move, they would probably jack it up too. And I'm like, I don't want them to do that to anyone. So Right, right. <laughs> That's say. happening everywhere. But yeah. um, a question that I ask everyone is where do you like to eat and where do you like to go out? Oh, where do I like to eat? Um, I mean, I like to eat all over. I, you know, I, I don't repeat restaurants that often other than things that are within like the four or five blocks of my apartment just, just because. Um, there's a spot uh, on Franklin Avenue called Miscellaneous. I go there quite a, quite a lot. Um, some really good, really good food. Um, where do I like to go out? Um, you know, I'm trying to get more into going out in Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights area. 
Um, there's a lot of great bars. I feel like in my first four years here, I guess not counting COVID times, um, I definitely went out in, you know, I'll go out in Bushwick some, Williamsburg. Lower East Side is cool. East Village is cool. But sometimes I feel like it's just like too young sometimes. <laughs> it's fun though. It's fun. <laughs> Are there any like spots spe- specifically that you could like name that you like? I'm not I'm not a spot person. Like I'm I'm not someone that kind of goes out to be seen and like goes to hot spots. Like I I go where I'm comfortable, where I want to go. Um sometimes wherever sometimes wherever the wind blows me. Yeah. But I mean, no, no not like not like any of the, the big spots really. I mean, it doesn't have I think it's all about like highlighting. Oh yeah. Kind of local businesses and stuff. So Oh, okay, like... okay. Hold on. Let me put on for some local businesses. Okay, then. there we go. <laughs> See, now when you said that, um, so I like, I mean, Lover's Rock is great in Bed-Stuy, uh, Lover's and Friends, uh, Ode to Babel, Basquiat's Bottle is a new one. They got, sometimes they have a, a, a midnight brunch on Fridays. That sounds like so much fun. It's crazy. At midnight, they come out. With, I don't know like how often they do it. I think they do it more in the summer, but I was there one time. I walked in at 1130 and uh, I was with a friend and the, the guy at the front, he was like, are you guys here for the midnight brunch? We were like, what are you talking about? Um, so there I was at like 1am just really hammered eating French toast. It was incredible. <laughs> but I mean, other places I like to go, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, double down saloon in East village. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's just like a really shitty dive bar. Um, <laughs> I went there like one of my first months in New York. So it's kind of like a special spot to me. Um, I mean, Bushwick is cool. There's, I mean, I could keep going, but, <laughs> um, but yeah. I love hearing about like where people like to go, especially specific to their neighborhood, because there are a lot of people who listen to this who are like, mm-hmm. I want to go out in Bed Stuy, I want to go out in Bushwick, and I don't know where to go. Yeah. Um. So it's always good to have like other spots than the things that you constantly hear all the time. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So really briefly, I'll just ask, what are you doing for work now? Um, I work in marketing. I don't know how spe- how specific should I get. <laughs> as specific as you'd like. <laughs> All right. So um, I work in marketing. I am a creative strategist. Um, so, you know, I just help clients and companies come up with cool ideas. Uh, and hopefully the internet in the world likes them. Cool. That's a cool, that's a cool job. <laughs> Yeah, it it can be cool at times. It can be frustrating. Um, just like any any creative job, I feel like. But totally. Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of like marketing, a lot of social media. So tell me a little bit about like your life in New York. So you are obviously in a creative field. You live in Brooklyn. You have been here for a few years. What has dating been like for you? Yeah, um, dating has been cool. Um <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> uh, no, nah, dating has been cool. Um, it's fun. I've met a lot of people. Um, I always feel like I attract people that are not in the creative field or not into social media. And it's kind of, uh, um, it's a little tough sometimes because like that is my life. It's, I mean, just for whatever reason, that is kind of somehow like, what I match with or what I attract so I don't know how because I'm like all, all I'm all out there 
but no i mean in general though like dating has been cool i you know i like to to approach it you know low stakes in a way uh in, in a way that's like respectful and not like dismissive but just you know I'm, I'm trying to grab drinks and hopefully meet a really cool person and i've like i've made friends I, I, i've had dates where like you know this is like not really a connection to go forward romantically um but we're i'm friends with people uh you know so i support all the things they do um i recently went on a date with some not actually not recently uh probably like last summer um but i recently finished doing her website <laughs> so oh. <laughs> uh, yeah sure. on, on on the uh on the date she had talked about uh needing help with a, with a website she was a therapist <laughs> and i was like oh i can help you with that and then i just ended up helping her so like you know you meet like you meet cool people and that's kind of how i how i approach it totally so did you come to New York single? Have you been single the entire time you've been here? Yeah. So I, I came to New York single. I was like maybe a year and a half out of college or something. And yeah, you know, getting to like just in general, when you move here to like dating is such an adjustment. So that that's like a very interesting thing. I have not been single the whole time I've been here. Um, in 2020, I got I was in a relationship um started uh, started officially dating a month before the world shut down wow Um, okay (laughs) and you know there's there's no playbook for how any of that is supposed to happen and how any of that is supposed to go so um was in a relationship in 2020 ended in like november uh and then have been single single since then so you guys were together for like the worst part of the pandemic oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. How did, how did you guys meet? Uh, dating app. Hinge. Okay. Hinge. And like, what was the first date? How did you kind of, how did the relationship progress to you dating? Well, on the first date, I spilled a beer on her. So that was really smooth. And then, yeah, I mean, I I feel like we had like talked and dated for like a month, month and a half or something. And then, we like stopped talking and then we reconnected like four months later. And then three months after that, we were officially dating. And then one more month later, like I said, the world, the world shut down. Everyone got sent home. <laughs> Wait, so did you go back to the Midwest during the pandemic? I, uh, yeah, I did. We did. <laughs> we did. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Extrapolate, yeah. please. Uh, uh, no, it was cool. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. We- <laughs> You keep like, uh, you just keep like not giving information by being like, yeah, 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 it was cool, it was cool. Like, I mean, like it's just supposed to be anonymous, um, and yeah, like, but I think the beauty of it is like you need to get out of your head a little bit because that's fair. Okay, nobody, yeah. trust me, nobody's gonna know who you are. Like, so okay, so yeah, we we both went back to the Midwest. We planned to stay there for like two or three weeks um, because that was like it was the height of COVID. It, we went back in like the first week of April. Um, and then we got back there and, you know, it was just, it was nice to have a backyard and to have space and to have a dog there, you know, to hang out with, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, you could drive around and obviously in the Midwest, like people weren't like taking it as serious. Now we still did, but 
they're definitely like you could you could get in a car and drive around and you know but yeah we ended up staying there for two months actually did you go back to like your parents place or did you have a spot in the midwest uh i wish i i could have my own spot in two places but no we were in we were in my uh parents place the the house the house i grew up in so she decided she decided to come back with you to your parents place or was she just did she just happen to also be live like nearby oh no 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 she's from new york okay (laughs) yeah so she she decided to go back yeah after one month of dating she decided to come with you to the Midwest. One month of officially dating. We had known each other, I guess, you know, on and off for, I mean, I guess you could technically count it since the first time we met till then. It was probably like seven months, technically. Mm. Um, but she actually had come back once before for a weekend because we both had like a five-day weekend or something. Um, and a lot of my really, really good friends are back home. So, you know, when you're... Mm-hmm. When you're dating someone and really getting to know them, you at, at some point, there's a point where you really want to get to know their friends because that tells you a lot about the other person. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I think it was hard for me to do that because all of my really, really good friends were still back in the Midwest. And because that, that was only two years into being in New York at that at that time. I totally get that. Like, the urge to want to meet somebody's friends like yeah it really starts to paint a more holistic picture of like who this person is and what they like to do and how they spend their free time because somebody can really like be a different person in a relationship and in a silo and so it's definitely like I can understand your frustration where it's like I'm dating somebody and I so much of my identity is still back at home and I don't like have even the outlet to let this person that I'm really starting to care about like see this part of my life in the way that I want them to so in a way I guess you had that opportunity with the pandemic yeah I mean definitely did um but yeah we we, like like I said we had went back before for a weekend and I, I basically had like a whole big thing for all my friends to come and meet this person and for her to to meet them so that was like pretty cool but yeah, I feel like in general, like like what you're saying is that is a big part. Like when you are more seriously dating someone or getting closer to officially dating someone, you definitely want to have that moment and some some more moments when you're around their friends. So like I said, at, at that time, a lot of my friends, a lot of my really good friends were back home. Since then, I've definitely put a, a big emphasis on putting effort into my friendships here. Um, and that has been very fruitful for me. So like now I have a lot more and I always had like friends here, but like not any at the time that I would be like, come around these friends because they really know me. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I, I feel much more comfortable in, in that sense in New York. How did you make friends here? Like, how did you make good friends here? Um, you know, I think that like at at some point it you have to like understand that it's going to feel uncomfortable especially especially as a guy I think that is something that I know that a lot of other guys like struggle with sometimes just like making friends because you basically have to say like whether you're actually saying it or not you're saying like hey I'm lonely in a, in a way in, in the friendship way and I need this void filled you know like that's uncomfortable for anyone but definitely like for men I, I think sometimes 
Um, cause you know, we're, we're told we can't say that or whatever. Um, but you know, I had to like say that to myself and I, you know, I, I reached out to a lot of my girlfriends and I was like, Hey, like, do you know any guys that like these things X, Y, Z and like, they want, they need more guy friends. Um, I also, you know, really put myself out there in the neighborhood, like playing basketball a lot. That's like something I'm passionate about. So I made a lot of friends that way. Um, and yeah, and then, and then like doubling down on friendships that I already had, uh, especially in 2021 with things opening, I felt like that was like a really good, good chance to just like really hang out with people more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so just doubling down on friendships I already had and just like being okay with being a little bit uncomfortable and saying that I need some boxes checked in the friendship areas of my life. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people don't talk about it, especially guys, but it's like when you move to a new city, you don't necessarily have the base that you are used to. And so you're like totally relying on maybe, you know, a few people to help you build out your kind of, friendship yeah. circle. Um, and that's tough. So a lot of times I have people even saying to me beyond it's hard to date in New York. It's like hard to just meet people that you get along with. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so tough. I think for me, I, I've always been like a little jealous of people that have those, those like that group of like five to seven people that they're always with. They always know it's not like, are we hanging out this weekend? It's what are we doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I had that back home. Um, so I, I've always been a little like jealous of that. Um, but I've also learned to, to understand that it's also good to have a lot of different groups of friends. Um, and, and that's kind of how I've always been growing up anyway. I've kind of been a chameleon with some of the spaces I can fit into and get along with and understand. So I think that I kind of just had to realize that is a strength as well. Uh, It's not something that's taking away from from something else. Um, So yeah, I've I've just grown to learn that uh, it's cool to have like three friends over here, two friends over here, three friends over here that kind of know these two friends so we can actually be six, six friends, you, you know, yeah. so that stuff is, uh, it's, it, it's cool actually. Yeah. I mean, my experience has been totally different because yeah. I grew up here. So I had so many friends coming back to New York after college. And that was like a huge privilege because I've had friendships that have lasted me for decades. Like for, yeah. I've had friends I've been friends with for 25 years I've had friends I've been friends with for five months but I think what's been really fruitful for me is finding ways to bring those friend groups together yeah you may not think that they would necessarily get along but you as a person have like similar values to and your friends have similar values to you so it's very possible that like those friends will that they're gonna get along yeah yeah I mean so one of my favorite things to do is, is bring friends together. Um, so for my birthday last year, I had a big beer Olympics tournament and I made sure that all the, like no one could pick their teams. Like it was all random. So, mm. because like, basically like for me, it was like, 
a birthday present to me is to see all you guys together and for all you guys to get to know each other. So it was really cool to see all these people like, you know, you go on Instagram and it's like, oh, now this person is followed by all these people. So that was, it was pretty fun. And and then, you know, I have two friends now that met that way through me. They're training for the marathon this year together. Cool. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you guys don't need me for that. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Like you guys, you guys go be friends. (laughs) So that's also a really great way, I think, to meet people dating wise. It's just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. all right, if I know somebody and you know somebody, like maybe there's somebody that's like a, mm-hmm. of mutual interest in that kind of sphere. But uh, we're getting a little ahead of things because I want to know how your relationship, your COVID relationship ended. <laughs> um, yeah, it just ended. Like, like I said, there's no playbook for that, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's no, there's no handbook to tell you, you know, how to deal with, with certain things, what people are comfortable with, what you should be comfortable with, or, you know, things like that. So I think that it it, it was just, um, yeah, just like fizzled out. Um, you still have, I, I still have immense like respect for that person and love for that person. Um, no hard feelings or anything, but yeah, some, I, I, there is just no, I can't say it enough. There is no handbook for that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you know, I'm sure we both know people that were together for years and broke up in the pandemic or, or people that like got together in the pandemic and they're like married now. Like, it's like, it's insane just how it affected us. And I, I, I'm, I'm definitely the type of person that like finds that stuff so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, just how things affect us as people we don't know how the pandemic has affected us like we're not going to know for like another 10 years you know (laughs) yeah like we we were still in the midst of it and especially then like we were still really in the midst of it like we we didn't know what was happening to our brains and how we were changing i think that's like a big thing too um you go through something that crazy you start to realize maybe you don't like certain things anymore or you're finding other interests or you're just like not the same person. Like, I don't think there's anyone on this planet can, that can say they were the same person when they got sent home till now, you know, it's like not a thing. Right. So like, that's all, I think that's also a big thing. Like you start like anyone that started a relationship right before the pandemic that you were dating someone that is not the same person (laughs) now. So like, that's, that's also a thing. Yeah. How do you feel like you changed during that time? Oof, that's a good question. Um, I think that I, I think a few things happened. Before the pandemic, a, a, a big, big passion of mine was movies and, and TV um, because it was a huge escape from the world. You know, you, you go to work, you have these long commutes and it's like, wow, I just want to lay down and watch a movie. In quarantine and COVID, like, it's like, I'm not escaping anything anymore. It's like, damn, another movie I have to watch. So it, so it, it was, I think just in general, where I changed was like going through waves of being disinterested in things that I really, really did like. Mm-hmm. And then, and now like I've been kind of coming back to that, like really finding interest again and almost like finding myself being comfortable with like sitting down and doing some of the things that I liked beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it was just like a weird, this weird thing of like going through COVID and it, whether it's like, 
yeah, sitting down to like watch a movie or even I feel like I listened to so much less music in 2020. Yeah. Because like you don't have that commute. I'm not in the gym. I like I'm not just going to sit around and put my headphones in, you know. <laughs> like Yeah. I like stopped listening to podcasts. Yeah. And that's what I do, you know? Like I completely lost that. So I was the opposite. I started listening to podcasts cuz I needed to hear other people talk like I was mm. around people. <laughs> Um, so I think just in general, like as, as a person, like value wise, like, I don't know if anything changed that much to, to like my core, mm-hmm. but definitely interest and maybe just appreciation for time. I think that's, that's maybe something, um, and, and, and appreciation for like getting to hang out with friends, you know, yeah. I, I think, I think things like that, I don't, I don't know if anything like to my core values changed at all I mean I think well you you experienced like an entire relationship within the you know the worst time of the pandemic oh the worst the worst year to get into a relationship let's be honest (laughs) absolutely the worst year to honestly be doing anything besides sit at home like yeah (laughs) facts I feel like I was I like had hit peak loneliness during the pandemic I was like living with my parents and my brother who is in a very loving relationship he's Mm -hmm. now engaged um which happened congrats to brother yeah Yeah. congrats to him (laughs) I mean it was inevitable they've been together a long time but I just was like whoa I could see my brother like having somebody to talk to every single day yeah and you know I was just kind of like sitting (laughs) And obviously I had my friends, I had my family, very lucky that I was like with my family during that very taxing time. But I think for during 2020, I was like, oh my God, like, and I think a lot of other people felt this way that they were like, I don't want to be alone like this again. I don't want to like feel like there's no one I can turn to like as a partner. And I think that kind of like spurred once summer 2021 oh. came around it was like hot girl summer new york city was unhinged 21 summer like <laughs> should go down in the history books like that shit was insane <laughs> it's like i'm sure people are gonna look back at it and be like that was like woodstock you know like i, I was out i was out people so were much free. i was out so much like oh my gosh that was insane so one thing you're talking about is like being in a relationship during COVID in 2020. Um, one thing that was really crazy was then getting out of a relationship and seeing that all these dating apps had like FaceTime stuff. And mm. it, was, it was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I had, I had a few. Like, I, I, you had some like, FaceTime dates? Yeah, like early 2021. It was mm. a, hor- a horrible, horrible experience. Uh, the first one ever, this girl started talking about uh, how she wasn't going to get the vaccine. And I'm like, yo, the vaccines aren't even rolled out yet. How are you like a preemptive anti-vaxxer? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> not, did, that did not age well. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, didn't talk to her again. And then some other girl, I, I, I did like a cooking. Uh, we, we cooked dinner together. And didn't hear from her again. I was like, damn, <laughs> I thought my food looked good. <laughs> What'd you make? I made some uh, strips of steak uh, with some green beans and mashed potatoes. Okay. And it, it definitely looked way better than hers. I'm not lying. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so maybe you dodged the bullet there. Yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people had that experience of doing like weird FaceTime dates where mm-hmm. it's like so weird. Hey, all of a sudden now I'm like FaceTiming with a fucking stranger. Like <laughs> so so weird, so weird. And there's so much lost over yeah. a screen. Oh yeah. That like you don't you still don't even get the sense of like okay, this is what this person looks like in real life. This is their mannerisms. Like, yeah, there's this so is the much, body language. I was going to say, there's so much body language involved mm-hmm. with, with dating, especially, like, the first time you meet someone. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell if someone is, like, not comfortable or just into or into you. Or, like, you can tell a lot from body language. So, yeah, you don't get that on a FaceTime when you're cooking steak. <laughs> I'm clearly not. I mean, so did you have like a hot boy summer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was I was about to say um cut this. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You want to you want to tell me about it? What do you want to know? <laughs> How were you meeting people? What sort of experiences did you have? Why why would you call it your hot boy summer? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I just met so many people through social media, honestly. Uh, I just, yeah, I just like met a lot of different friends that introduced me to people and would invite me to to places. You know, like I said, like I was putting an emphasis on making new friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that really was a really big thing. I, I don't even like to be honest, like from like April to July, I don't even think I had a dating app really. I wasn't like really on a dating app. So it was like mostly people you were meeting through like social media and kind of like the things that they were taking you to you met people through or Yeah, 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 yeah. Ba- yeah, yeah, like basically. And then obviously like friends I already had that were kind of like me, like making new friends as well. It mm-hmm. was just like so many like friends of friends that you just meet people through and then they they take you to some crazy bar or crazy party, especially in 2021 because mm-hmm. like so people were just out in the streets. Like it was crazy. So like... It was like four or five days a week of going out. Like I was like <laughs> out on like Mondays and I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it was it was crazy. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just like I, I met so many people in 2021, um, o- almost like kind of just like overwhelming in a way. And, and I, I, I'm sure I'm wondering if you're the same way where like maybe you met so many people in 2021 <laughs> that now it's like kind of like a, the, 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 the first year of college. Like you meet so many people, mm. but by junior year, you don't really talk to half of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like how I feel this year. And I'm actually really excited about this summer because I, yeah. I, I do feel like, you know, a lot of us casted a wide net in 2021 because mm. it was just like the world is open again. This is so fun. But now this year, like, you know, some of those people made it to 2021. We have new friends for 2021 and, and you know, and we've strengthened other friendships. But now 2022 is going to be really, really fun and, and like probably more fruitful for just like the soul, you know. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. I think there was an urgency because you never knew if something was going to shut down again. <laughs> yeah. In 2021, yeah, like, in. Like, it was like... <laughs> club club another club another yeah, club yeah, another club yeah, yeah. Uh, no sleep no sleep plane club <laughs> club literally and i think that i think 2022 summer is going to be feral but i think it's going to be feral in a different yo why way. is that why is that the new word 
It, it really is. Feral really is, is the new word. I, it's I, all I over. It. Um, but I feel like that's the energy. Like, I feel like it, it's going to be wild. People are still going to... The weather turns and everybody's mood in New York mm-hmm. City turns. Yeah. Like, there are your usual suspects when you go out, like, in the winter and in this kind of, like, cold front period where it's like, you know, there are still people who will make the effort to go out and party and do those yeah, things. Yeah, and like, yeah. I see a lot of those similar people when I go out, but then summer it's like everybody comes out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. It's intern seasons. We're so like little like, gremlins coming out. Like, literally, like, yeah. <laughs> Crawling out of the fucking darkness. Like there is so many more people are out. The energy is way more yeah. electric. And I think that that will happen again this summer. But it's not going to be so much the urgency of like everything shutting down. I need to go to everything that's happening. Yeah. I think it's more more going to be focused on like quality things that people yep. want to do. But those things are going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like like when when you're out, you'll be feral, but you're not going to be feral all week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. What, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> when I when I leave the house, it's getting crazy, but um, I'm not going to be out all the time at all. So when you were meeting people like through social media, and I guess you still kind of are, how were those like connections? Like, how did you make those connections? Was it just like, oh, we like mutually follow each other and let me like slide in the DMs or like, how does it go down? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you know, you meet, you meet someone out at a party, friends of a friends of a friend or something like that. Like you might exchange socials or, or, or like someone you met in person, like gets tagged in your friend's photo or a story and you talked like that night. So like, you'll just like follow them maybe. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, at like some point, like I feel like a DM slide happens, a reply to a story, whether I was initiating that or it was being initiated to, to me. Um, I think what you just like, something you said was really interesting, which is like you were getting DM slides like a lot. And I just want to shine a light on how aggressive New York women are. Like, yeah. no, they man. are a different breed. Mine's like, bad. Yeah, like, we all talk about, like, men sliding in our DMs, but I don't think we talk about the other side of it, where it's, like, very much, if you are a guy and you have any sort of, like, even if even if you don't have a following <laughs> and you have a public Instagram as a woman, I get a ton of DMs and that's right, like, right, right, that's right. normal. Right. But right. like, as a dude, I don't think we talk about, especially in New York, how aggressive women are and how they will climb into your DMs. Yeah. I mean, so I also get DM from guys a lot too. Oh, okay. Um, um, so it's like, yeah, it's like everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't really respond. Yeah. I don't really respond to that much. Everyone yeah. listening. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I don't know how this. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer. So we understand motorcycles. No, really. We have a bike translator. Okay. So this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that. Oh, so I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. They're not going to know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how this application process goes, but. um, Yeah, they're not going to be able to find you on Instagram. Um, But I was just having this conversation with a guy friend of mine yesterday where I was like, 
you know what? And what I've noticed is when I go out with him, he is a very like good looking single dude. Whenever I go out with him, he gets hit on. And he'll get, but he'll get hit on mm-hmm. by girls who are pretty. Like when I go out with my girlfriends, like gr- my girlfriends and I, like we'll get hit on. And like every now and then it'll be like a guy you might be interested in. But like for the most part, you're yeah. kind of like, please don't talk to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for him, like we will walk up in a place and he will, like, there are times, more than once, there are, like I've seen women approach him, be like, hey, you're cute. Or like, hi, I'm like so and so. Because I think women in New York have this mindset that, like, one, there aren't that many guys, which I think numbers-wise is kind of true. Statistically, that's true. But I feel like people, like, lean on that statistic so much. Really hard. Like, really hard. I I feel like I hear that statistic all the time. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Like, I I guess technically numbers don't lie. But, like... But I think there's this, like, urgency then for yeah, women to be like, like <laughs> I'm going to attack. And I even, when I, one of my parties, uh, another one of my guy friends was, like, recently single, like, very recently single. And he was just, like, this was the first party. He was out having a good time right. at, at, like, one of my drinks first parties. And I see him, like, running, like, bol- bolting towards me. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I didn't know what to do. Like, this girl was, like really just like looking at me in the face like grabbed my face and tried to kiss me and I like just freaked out I'm like not she was really attractive but I like wasn't ready for it like I'm not ready for it and I was like that's so funny deep breaths like deep breaths it's okay like but women are really aggressive here and I think we need to like acknowledge that and from a guy's perspective you've been on the receiving end of that here yeah I mean more more power to anyone that slides in dms I, I you know I'm all for it. I think that you just got to understand that like no one, uh, whether whether it's a guy, whether it's a girl, um, he, she, they, like whoever is not owed, like you're not owed a response. So like you got, like you have to understand that like if you're sliding, like don't even expect anything back. And then that's, that's the better way to live your life, to be honest. Right. <laughs> it's better for the heart. It's better for the soul. Um, better for the mind. <laughs> like, don't even expect anything. Um, be respectful, obviously. Yeah, it, it'll be better like that. So now that we're kind of out of, like, summer 2021, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm actually curious. Have you had any, like, really crazy first dates in New York or like maybe really horrendous? Like- I mean, I've had some crazy, I've had some dates that are definitely um, storytelling worthy. I had a date early this year uh, where someone fainted and I had to revive her. That was terrifying. Like, like, like how did you revive her? <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I, I like movies a lot and I've seen a lot of movies and what they always do is they kind of like slap him on the face and they say, stay with me, stay with me. So that's what I did. Oh my God. She, she like was unconscious really? for like 10 seconds. Yes, it was terrifying. I was like, what's going on? Like, who do I need to call? Who knows I'm here? Like, should I wipe my fingerprints and leave? I don't know what's going on. Like, it was crazy. Oh my um, God. Yeah, so I got... I, what happened? She just like passed out? So she is allergic to alcohol, but like apparently like really allergic to alcohol. Oh, and she only had like... A, a half glass of wine and she was like I need water so she went to get water and then she was like I need to sit down and she goes to sit down on the ground and then just collapses and oh I'm like, my god so just like survival mode kicks in and I just jump up to like get her to the couch I put her on the couch to like 
you know, help her. And then she just falls back and like, she's just not responding. And then after, so I, I get her up. I'm like, yeah, I'm like slapping her face. I'm like, yo, stay with me. <laughs> Don't go towards the light. <laughs> and, um, I get her some water. I'm like, yo, like breathe, you know, do you need a candy bar? I assumed it was like a blood sugar thing or, mm-hmm. um, but she, she told me afterwards, like she told me it was like her blood pressure was crashing. And I'm like, um, maybe a warning next time. Like that's insane. Um, yeah, 10 minutes later, she didn't remember anything about Whoa, it. Whoa, that's nuts. We're like, it's insane. We were watching a movie and I was like, are you, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, honestly, no, I'm traumatized. <laughs> that is terrifying. But other than that, I mean, I haven't really honestly had like that many crazy, crazy dates. Mm-hmm. I feel like luckily, I feel like luckily I have, you know, had good judgment on like who to meet up in person totally. for, for the, for the most part. So that's like been, that's been lucky. I, 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 I hear a lot of stories from my girlfriends uh having bad dates more often to be yeah. honest like yeah. uh, like a lot of a lot of guys like suck so there's gonna be <laughs> like you probably have had way more bad dates than i have and that's just probably how, how it goes <laughs> like you know un- unfortunately yeah so how are you kind of like meeting people now you know um i have apps i have hinge and raya mm-hmm. um i just deleted bumble I don't like Bumble. <laughs> How come? <laughs> um, I feel like Bumble. I don't. I, I don't do well on Bumble. I think I can show more personality uh, on on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like. I just don't. I don't even like like the user interface of Bumble. If we really want to get into it, Valid. it's like it's yeah. ugly. I don't like it. And yeah, so I have Hinge and Raya. I haven't really, like, I don't really swipe anymore. I'm just kind of like, just like over it. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I have it in case I'm like, all right, well, let's see, <laughs> you know. Let's jump back on. Yeah, yeah, I have it. But, you know, I put it on pause sometimes. Um, so other than that, like. Do you pay for Hinge? No. Okay. You want to hear a story? Yes. We can, I, yeah, we can air this. Okay. <laughs> I want to hear a story. So I was, I was banned from Hinge. Okay. Now, I didn't really do anything. I didn't do anything. But when I was banned, I did a lot of research on Hinge bans. Mm-hmm. And w- what I found was a lot of people get wrongfully banned and Hinge has a really, really bad, they have a really bad customer service to like help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it really, really affects women and trans women specifically, mm. actually. Because what will happen is guys will like report them, like they'll, they'll report someone if they find out they're trans or something, or they'll report a woman uh, who went on a date with them and decided to like not go forward with more dates. Messed up. And then, and then all these women are like banned for life. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get back on. Like you can get back on if you use like a Google number or something, right? Mm. But if it gets your IP, you know, it can like track that and like you won't be able to get on. So here's the story. <laughs> you might be like, why, how, how are you back on Hinge if you got banned? So I found a hacker online. Okay. And I paid $200 for him to hack into Hinge and I have a profile now. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yo, I told you I'm on the internet. I know how to like find people. <laughs> so here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing. Two hundred dollars to possibly find the love of your life is very cheap. Yeah, sure, sure. That's my pitch. That's, that's my the pitch. pitch. That's my pitch. You know? <laughs> Do you have any pitch. idea why you got banned in the first place? Okay, now I guess this is the the point where I have to say that I do make TikToks sometimes. Sure. Um, so as anyone that has a TikTok sees people doing, you know, like green screens of, mm-hmm. of hinge profiles and stuff. Uh, so I think that possibly I was banned for privacy mm. because you could see someone's name in someone's picture got it how but it's crazy though because i definitely see that all the time like all the time yeah Uh, yeah like like literally all the time um so that was the only thing i could think of like legitimate like Mm. privacy things because i even appealed and they were like no like i didn't send any crazy messages like i I don't really like to even message on the app that much part maybe do you think anybody would have like reported you for being a catfish i mean i hope i look like my photos (laughs) As in the, I mean, in the sense that like they might have thought you were fake, like not the real, like that could have been a possibility too. Oh God, that would be a, I mean, that would be a great compliment, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, you didn't think I was real? Oh, thank you. Thank God. Um, No, but. I mean, like I have a friend who works for a very exclusive dating app. I'm not, you know, you can maybe guess what one, Uh but I'm not going to say. And she was telling me like they have some celebrities on the app and that certain celebrities get reported oh, I'm sure. all yeah. the time yeah. because people think the profiles are fake. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but no, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't get, I don't think anyone re- would report my profile for being fake. I Truly like all my, I, you know, I've talked to all my friends about it. They're like, the only thing, it has to be that privacy thing. Privacy it thing. It has to be yeah. now someone. Very possibly so. Somebody might've just gotten the, really butthurt about it. Yeah, the only other thing, that someone did say too is that at one point I had like you know how you can have a video on your profile mm-hmm. I had a video that was from TikTok mm-hmm. and it and it had the watermark and someone also said like that also could be flagged as like promotion which is which weird is crazy. I've seen people with I know, like TikTok right? videos like, I know. on their hinge yeah so I'm just like you know what this is crazy let, let me let me let me do it for the story. Let me pay a hacker. That's in, that's insane. It's pretty insane. That's, right? I, I love it, but that's insane. No, I <laughs> I did it so I could tell this story at some point. Maybe. And yeah. I'm so glad that I'm the one who gets to gets to receive that story. I mean, okay, well now you're like you you're like I'm not even on Hinge that much. Like yeah. Are are you on Raya? Like, do you have any stories from Raya? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, oh my God. People are going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck? No, nah, so Raya is weird. Like, straight mm-hmm. up, Raya, I, like, I don't understand if I meet up with some, I've only met up with like two people, I think, from Raya. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if someone is into me or if they're going to pitch me a business. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you know (laughs) or or like both like I I really I don't know what's going on um but my first date ever from Raya I get to the date or whatever um very very I was very attracted to this girl really cute and just like in the middle of the conversation at some point she like drops that she's in the Forbes 30 under 30 list sure (laughs) and I'm like (laughs) 
first of all, why are you sitting in front of me? <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, and yeah, I mean, like that was cool, I guess, um, getting to tell that story <laughs> to my friends back home. Like, hey, man, like you guys are back in the Midwest. I'm on a date with someone in the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Uh, pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's the only thing I have from Raya. Like, like I said, Raya is, I don't really understand it, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I do know, though, that they like price people. Like some people have to pay $10 a month. Some people have to pay $20 a month. Did you know that? Really? Based on how they view you on the attractive scale. Shut up. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look it up on TikTok and Google and all that. It's crazy. Well, I mean, I've heard different things about Raya and like the issues that it has. I mean, I am not on Raya. I you want a, you want, you had, want a referral? I have been referred. I don't. Yeah. I can't even tell you how wait, many times. I was on the wait list for three years. No, no, no. I've been on the wait list for like seven <laughs> years because I applied to Raya when I didn't know what it was when I was a freshman in college. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it first started and. At that point, there were no referrals. There were no nothing. Like, it, you just literally put in your Instagram handle and that's it. So, like, that's what happened. And I haven't changed my phone. Yeah. Um, my Instagram handle has changed, but I can't update that. You should um, delete it. So, delete the app. I have. Try. <laughs> I've deleted have you, have it. You, have I, you tried with the drinks first Instagram? No. So, apparently, they don't want your business Instagram anyway. But mm. I have a friend who works at, at Raya. Um <laughs> Yeah, hey, flip, flip uh, the switch I, on the back end for me. <laughs> Get me in. It really is. It really is. I have a friend who works yeah. at Raya. I told them about it. The amount of times I've been told, like, you're the kind of person we want on Raya. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not yeah, on Raya. Yeah. So, like, make it happen if that's really how you feel. But, like, I, you know, I have no beef with them. It sounds like I do. <laughs> I don't. I feel like if Raya, I, if Raya just, is listening, we want you to know there's no beef. There's no I'll beef. Help, help her out. I know I would perform horrendously on Raya <laughs> because I've seen the women on Raya and they are models and influencers and it's, like it's weird. really it's so weird. The the quality of women on Raya is so high compared no, no offense to the quality of men. <laughs> And I think that's just because they like, like in any dating app anywhere, like they struggle to get men to like do things like stuff like Raya. Um, And so anyway, I'm not like that pressed because I feel like I would not meet anyone off of it. The only success stories I've heard from Raya are from guys and not from women. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, yeah, I'm not that pressed. I have talked to people who've worked there. I have, you know, (laughs) I've been referred a million times over like, yeah, I could maybe try with a Google Fi number, but like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you could pay, you could pay, you could pay a hacker. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm sure there were people who'd pay a hacker to like get them into. Right, I am okay. I am a okay. <laughs> it's just, it, it's interesting. I think there's always a lot of hype around things that are exclusive, right, right. and once you have the chance to experience them, they no longer as are as shiny as you think they are. And that goes for like members clubs that goes for exclusive places in New York city, like to go out. Everybody puts a lot of emphasis on like, Oh my God, this place is so fabulous. It's so hard to get into. It's so exclusive. Like it has the right quote unquote crowd. Mm -hmm. Like what does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, do you feel that because there are so, so many like exclusive things in New York city that, 
when dating, it's sometimes hard to like really understand who a person is because they base so much of their their personality off of these things that they're told. I think if people, if you find that somebody does that, then that's just a red flag. <laughs> okay, fair, like, fair. In the same way that like, you know, if somebody bases their entire, you know, personality around going to Harvard, yeah, that might yeah. be a red flag in the same way that it's like, oh, well, I only go to Paul's on the weekend. Like that to you, depending on who you might be, could be a red flag. Yeah. Like you don't want anyone who bases their identity around like external things that don't actually mean anything. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a very valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. I'm the interviewer now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, like meeting people in New York, it's people want access to things that are more curated because they think they'll meet like higher quality people. It really depends on what your definition of that means. Uh, Like there is something um, I don't I'm not going to blast their name because I don't know if they would that question mark maybe they would they would they should pay me um but it's this service that is like speed dating and it, they call themselves like this raya of speed dating and you have to pay I've heard, like i've heard i've heard some friends do it i don't i don't even know the, i don't yeah. even know the name but i've heard i do know the name and i'll tell you it later okay. but um you like have to apply and when you mm-hmm. apply the application like asks you where you summer like it's like expensive too isn't it it's yeah so like right now the way they're doing it is like you pay a ticket price that's like pretty expensive you get to go to the speed dating event and i think it's open bar so it kind of like is nice that's fair okay to some degree uh and honestly the concept's very cool like you go to this event it's very curated with people but it's like, again, it's probably like Raya in person. So you're only getting like certain kinds of people. Yeah. Um, maybe those are the people you want to meet. Sure. Then go to these events and you like go on like quick dates with a bunch of these people. And then towards the end, you like write down three that yeah. you were most interested in. And if you, and and if then you match, they, then they'll you, like connect you. Yeah. I mean, like an open bar at a speed dating event is not going to help me remember three minute conversations <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know if they're three minute. They might be like 20 minute oh, wow. or 15 minute wow. or something like that. Because I'm sure the amount of people they have are like lesser. Yeah. It's fair, um, fair. But I mean, they're, they have hype around their brand. I, you know, I've, I've good for them. The, yeah, 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 the people who are running it, they're very like savvy business women. And I really respect them for what they're doing. Yeah, but, um, you but know, I've connected to, with them to before. Say the name, they got to cut the check. They got to cut, cut the, the check. check. <laughs> but I, they're like, I think their hope in their business model was that they want to charge a membership fee uh eventually and like it's a very like high fee but they want to only attract a certain kind of person so it's it's uh you know i don't think that's always the best way to go around and meet people because you never you're already putting parameters then on the kinds of people you're meeting yeah Yeah, and i feel like that is the worst way to date and we do that every day with dating apps so much we do that when we like limit ourselves to the kind of places we go and the people we talk to So, you know, that's why I believe in the power of drinks first and people being anonymous and being interested. Yeah, drop, in, like, the, drop the promo, drop the promo right now. <laughs> I'm bringing 
own podcast on my podcast. Like, <laughs> like I think that's allowed. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like you insert 10-second ad spot for my own that's podcast awesome. that you're already listening that's to. Awesome. Um <laughs> but I truly think that's like yeah. there is merit to that just because it sucks to like, you know, you know as somebody who is involved with social media, so much of it is not real life. Yeah. And so what is portrayed and what we are so used to, like platforms that help us create a narrative of who we are mm-hmm. and the things that we want to attract and the places that we want to be seen are not real life. They don't reflect a person really that well, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. Well, that rant over. Rant um, over. Well, what are you looking for now? Like, do you feel like you have a type? Like, are you looking for a relationship? Are you ready for feral boy summer? Like, <laughs> first of all, feral boy summer sounds foul. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds so foul. Um, <laughs> that is hilarious. No, I I feel like I was talking to a friend about this. Um, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, they, they want like their weekends to be like only for their friends, you know, like mm-hmm. Friday, Saturdays, no dates, uh, whatever. And I'm so different. I'm so different. Like I'm, I- I'll go on a date whenever. Cause like I- in the end, like I am trying to find someone that I want to hang out with on weekends, you know, as cheesy as that is. Yeah. So I am definitely like, I'm open to finding and putting more, putting more effort in and putting more emphasis on where I'm spending my energy Mm. um, on on like a a person that I would hope to like be with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just being more um, conscientious of how I'm spending my energy, what I'm doing, who I'm actually meeting with, and who I'm putting my time into. Um, So definitely like, I don't want to say like, yo, I'm looking for my wife on a first date. I think that's crazy, personally. Right. Um, But I am definitely like, I had feral boy summer in 2021. <laughs> I don't need to be a feral boy again. I, I can, I can like, I can still have fun like with a person, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that is kind of more what I'm looking for a, a person. Do you feel like, do you have an idea of what that person might look like or be like? Um, I mean, looks wise, I've dated people that look completely different from each other. Um, so that mm-hmm. never is, is like a thing. Um, I mean, I guess I guess I definitely like <laughs> I don't like anyone too tall because like I'm tall, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, what are we gonna do? Play one on one? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, no. Shout out to my tall girls out there. I love you too. Um, I think that like I definitely have been thinking and like something I like talked to my therapist uh, about was like thinking about like what I want versus what I need. Mm. You know, I think that I think that's really important for a lot of us when we're thinking about relationships and dating because what we want can be so different than what we actually need for ourselves. True. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think that, you know, I-, I need someone that really understands creative outlets um, because I always have my hands in so many different creative things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't have to like the the same type of creative things or whatever, but like to understand that energy and, having to like scratch that itch sometimes like I'm sure you know like you might just want to sit down and like whip open you know photoshop and like do some shit that's in your head so you can get it out and you want to see mm-hmm. it right 
Um, so being just like with someone that like understands that type of energy, I think is important to me. And then just like someone that can have like intelligent conversations and understand the nuance in things. I, I think mm-hmm. that like, because the world has moved so online, there's so much less talk about the gray areas of a lot of things. And everything is black and white because you can only say a certain amount of things in, in a tweet or a TikTok or like whatever. Mm. And I just I, like I, I get along best with people that can have those real conversations and like talk about those complexities of situations. And that's definitely like something I want out of a partner as well. Facts. And then like, obviously, yeah, I could say like funny, like everyone says funny, like no, no one, no one was like, I don't want to be with someone that I find funny. Like, so when people are like, what's your type? Like, okay, no shit. <laughs> like you want someone that's funny. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I want someone that's funny, active. Like I'm a very active person. So like, that's mm. important for me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty like laid back person too. You know, I, I'm not like, like I said, I'm not out at the the hot spots to be seen. I don't need to eat at a five-star restaurant. Like I'm from the Midwest. Like we, you know, are pretty simple, simple people. Um, yeah. and, I, and I enjoy that about myself because um, I, I, you know, I can still have my interests that are, that mean a lot to me. And it's like, okay, like I got to buy the best of that thing, but like food, drinks, like, I'm gonna eat it. Like I love to eat. I don't care what you put in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so those are some like qualities, I guess, of of, of a person that I that I could be with. Yeah, I mean, I love that because I think a lot of times when I ask people, "Oh, do you have a type?" they immediately go to physical. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know, that's not necessarily my question. It's like <laughs> I know. To me, to me, yeah. it's like a type might be like, what is something about somebody that attracts you to them? Yeah. So. I think you hit the nail on the head about kind of describing like the kind of person that you're looking for. Ladies, if there's anybody who fits the bill, you know where to slide into the DMs and it would be (laughs) on the drinks first uh, link in bio. But (laughs) yeah, 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 exactly. No, I mean, I think like another thing too is like, I I just have so much energy, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I like need to like relax and rest. So like I, 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 yeah. Like, I love, I mean, we're recording this on a Friday night because neither of us were like, like, we're like, yo, we're staying in, right? So, like, I, I love Friday nights in and Saturday mm-hmm. nights in. Like, I, I love that as much as I like going out and grabbing a beer and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I, I also want someone that, like, really understands that balance, too. That'll just be better in the long run. For sure. I mean, I'm somebody who's, like, the most hyper social person. Like if you look up extrovert, you like might see a picture of me. Like (laughs) I'm very much that. Um, But at the same time, like what I've seen in relationships that I really appreciate is when somebody can kind of balance me out and be like, you know what? Like maybe we don't need to do that. Or like, maybe we can just chill out for a second. And like, yeah, yeah. I I think that that's kind of how I am too. Like Mm -hmm. I would hope that I, I could be with someone that can bring some of that balance because totally you know i want to bring some balance to them too like maybe i could be like yeah you know why don't we go out tonight (laughs) um but but also like i like i love just laying on the couch and chilling you know like that's i love that so all all that stuff uh, um is is important yeah totally there is one thing that i wanted to ask which was um yeah go ahead go ahead like when i when we we're chatting last in person you were like there's only a story i can tell if i'm anonymous and it, it, it was it was the it was the hacker story it was, it was the hacker one yeah okay 
Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the hacker one. I just, like, wanted to make sure that, like, we we hit that one. Here's the thing. I've thought about talking about it publicly, a.k.a. TikTok, Mm -hmm. but that would definitely get my my account removed, so. um. (laughs) Yeah, I think not worth it, but, like... Yeah. People, people, you've gotten it out in the ether now. Just you won't have any repercussions. It's hilarious. I just think it's funny. Like, I want people to understand that, like, I did not do this out of a, a desperate, like, I'm not a desperate person. Yeah. I, I really did it. First of all, like, I think that's pretty cheap, personally, for <laughs> the love of your life. That's all I'm going to say. Um, also, like, it's just fucking hilarious to tell people that. It's so funny. It, it's just, it's so fun. Like, Honestly, it should be on your Hinge profile, maybe. It would be bold. It would be a bold that, thing that to would put get, there. That would get me off of Hinge. Yeah. To be honest, I've seen your Hinge profile um, because you posted it <laughs> on social media, not because I've seen it. I don't really use Hinge. It doesn't really yeah, work for it. me. Yeah. I've talked about this numerous times, but it's solid. It's a solid profile. Like, do I think it needs some work? Like, yes. Yeah, no, it, can, it can always use work. It can not, always use work. I, I'm, I'm not... Um, really happy with some of my answers those those are hard to like they are hard they are hard I honestly like I will sit down with some of my girlfriends and help them like craft Mm -hmm. their answers just because I'm so much better at helping other people yeah so much so much better oh yeah (laughs) I I mean I like my I kind of like my hinge answers yeah I would be like curious to know what people think about it I mean I don't Mm -hmm. really use hinge you know what you should like. I'm you, should ask let, you. you should let your audience dictate your profile. Well, I mean, <laughs> that would be fun. That you know, I could I could post my Hinge profile on my TikTok and be like, "What do you guys think?" As like somebody yeah. who is a quote unquote dating person, like, am I doing this right? Yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, guys, DM me if you'd be interested in seeing my dating little, profiles. Little poll, little poll on IG story. Yeah, I mean, we do polls all the time. So, pick, like, you know, maybe your, we'll pick, do pick, a pick Ariana's answer. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll do like a quick, a quick like review. I mean, I think I, I always struggle about whether or not to put the fact that I am somewhat of an internet personality on my yeah, like. I, I don't have it anywhere on mine, but but that makes conversations awkward sometimes. Because you then think I have so? To, for me, because then I'm like, when do I tell people that? I mm, post, yeah, I post, I in post that on way, TikTok, especially as a guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, like I'm all. I feel like I'm also fighting that. Like, just like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So uh, that's always weird. And then, like I said, like somehow I'm, I'm just always attracting people that like are not even on social media. <laughs> and I'm mm. like, oh, uh, <laughs> I just did a brand deal <laughs> or something. They're like, what's that? You know? Right. Right. It's it's always an awkward conversation. I mean, yeah, for me, I like to put it out there ahead of time. Like I put it on my, I don't put my personal Instagram. Yeah. I'll put the drinks first Instagram because I'm like, I want you to know that I'm in this space. Like, it's not even just like I make TikToks. It's like, I'm like a dating person. And that can be really intimidating for people. Yeah. I mean, today, somebody on Bumble was like, can you like give me advice on my profile? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to so do that for oh. free. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was cute. You should help him out. Come on. I did. I did help him out. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to do that for free. He was like, I'll draw you a portrait. I was like, okay, I'll take a portrait. <laughs> hey, what's the value of that portrait? <laughs> I was That's like, funny. Yeah. That's funny. 
who knows if I'm going to get a portrait, but I gave him some tips. I was like, yeah, here, this is what I think. And let's That's see great. if he makes those changes. I'll, I'll check in. My That's first fun. client. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's people out there that do that. They just like. I know. Which is crazy. But. I think I could be good at it. But like, I, I've seen people on TikTok do it. Like, rate people's hinge profiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll do that one day. We'll see if that gets me anywhere. Okay. Okay. I, but, I like it. Okay. Now that we're we're aptly over time, let me let me ask you: Are you ready for some shots? Yes, bring bring okay. the shots. Bring the shots. Early bird or night owl? Uh, early bird, but kind of both, but definitely early bird. Work hard or play hard? Ooh, play hard. iPhone or Android? Definitely iPhone. Dine out or delivery? Dine out. Laundry or dishes? What's that mean? Laundry. Or dishes, like which would we rather do? Oh, which I would rather do. Wow. <laughs> dishes, I guess. Yeah. TikTok or Instagram? Oof. TikTok. Money or fame? Money. Coke or Pepsi? Diet Coke. Spicy or mild? Spicy. What's your favorite season? Fall. Coffee date or drinks date? drinks what is your drink of choice probably some random beer on the menu or a vodka soda what would you rate yourself out of 10 uh seven and a half but like but like four of that is personality (laughs) (laughs) if you had a boat what would you name it oh um the tucker that's my dog's name oh okay perfect well thank you so much for coming on this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. This was a lot of fun. Um, and definitely, um, I'll give you a little plug. I went to one of your events. So anyone that's listening and has been on the fence about going to one of Ariana's Drinks First events, um, definitely try to get on that list and go to one because it was fun. Thank you so much to our guests for talking with me today. If you're interested in matching with them, visit the link in bio on Instagram at drinks.first. Or if you don't have an Instagram, email us drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials for the latest updates, guest information, events, and other fun content. If you like this episode, please remember to rate, share, review on your podcast app. That helps us grow the most. I'm your host, Ariana Nathani. You can find me on Instagram at ariana.nathani and on TikTok at ariana.nathani. Be sure to check back next Tuesday for a new episode.